Naked Under Our Clothes, Episode 3. Thank you so much for tuning into this podcast. And for those of you who have um, provided feedback to me about this podcast, I just want to say thank you, especially to you, um, because without your feedback, um, I wouldn't know what to do differently on this podcast. Um, I am also so appreciative to those of you who answered some of the questions in episode two on forced vulnerability. And if you haven't had a chance to listen to that podcast, I would highly suggest that you do so. Um, I'm hoping that for those of you who are listening to this episode, you'd be willing to share some of your feedback, which you are, again, more than willing and um, welcome to do so by sending an email to the uh the podcast email, which is n like naked, u o c, podcast at gmail dot com. Again, n like naked, u o c, podcast at gmail dot com. So, um, for those of you who did send some feedback or um, answered the questions for the last episode, I want to again say thank you and acknowledge that. Um, I will not be sharing those responses in this particular episode. Instead, my plan is to record a a separate episode, um, a follow-up episode to episode two, in which case I will be sharing that feedback and then um, sparking some dialogue around it. So just know that if you have shared feedback with me or have sent me an email, I did read it and it does not go unnoticed In fact, it will be the catalyst to the next episode um, in which I'll be talking about similar topics related to forced vulnerability. So hopefully that gives you more reason to continue tuning in to Naked Under Our Clothes. Okay, getting right into episode three, which talks about selling out to fit in. Now, this is a topic I know many of you can relate to um, because I think it's a, a, a larger, a more, I would like to say, a societal issue, an issue that many of us um, see in our lives, um, in the many different systems that we navigate. And it's frustrating. And I've had my own experiences that with that recently, um, most recently being today, um, where the feedback that I received was that I needed to sell myself out to fit in with the status quo. Selling out to fit in can mean a number of things. It can literally mean selling one of your most prized possessions to fit in with your friend group, or it could be something along the lines of hiding part of your identity in efforts to fit in with society. And in the line of work that I find myself in, which is social work and mental health, I see this show up a lot, not only with the the young individuals that I work with, but the families that I work with. Um, I also see that showing up in my colleagues and the way that they present themselves in the larger context being a team and the frustrations that come along with this idea that We can't be our truest selves unless we are open to being judged. 
A perfect example of selling out to fit in is, for example, um, say you identify differently sexually than what has been deemed by society as normal or appropriate. Add quotations where you will. (laughs) But um, this idea that rather than sharing and and honoring and and appreciating that part of you, you rather hide it so that you can not make other people feel uncomfortable or not be questioned or uh, just simply be able to navigate life without feeling other. Um, and so that to me is is a, just a quick example of the ways in which people, and maybe selling out is not the right term, but uh, for for lack of better terms, it's it's a lot of you know it's an experience that a lot of us have 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 had where we just can't be our truest selves for the because of the fear that we won't be accepted or that our truest selves uh, will have to experience some sense of judgment. Um, I'm curious about the ways that this shows up for other people um, besides myself, because like I said, I know I'm not the only person who experiences this. You know, I see it um, in many different aspects or different systems that I navigate. And I, I find myself so frustrated with this because it's like, it gives us more of a reason to lie about who we are. Let me say that again. It gives us a more of a reason to lie about who we are. It has become the norm to lie rather than to be the truest version of ourselves. We as a society have become so accustomed to lying about who we are, what we do, our views, just so that we don't shake the the cradle, right? It's just because we just we just don't want to experience that discomfort that comes with defending who we are. And the fact that it's so acceptable in society for us to find ourselves defending who we are, the fact that that has become a norm, not only lying, but when we do hold true, when we do acknowledge that maybe the way that we live our lives are it's different than the way the larger society lives our lives. The fact that we have become okay with making people uncomfortable and and demanding almost just by way of our response to people owning who they are, demanding that they defend it, that they defend themselves. It's bullshit. I was thinking a little bit about my day today. Actually, I'm lying. I was thinking a lot about my day today and thinking about the context of myself shining through, my true self shining through. And it's not to say that I don't, I'm not 
the type of person who is expressive or emotive, right? And I'll, I'll give you a little bit of context. Um, not too much, but just a little bit. There's a situation today that required, in my opinion, a little bit more emotion. It required for me to take a stand. It required for me to vocalize my concerns. And perhaps the way that I vocalized my concerns, perhaps the way that I shared my concerns was a little on the aggressive side. Perhaps, let's just say that it was. I mean, for me, that might just be the natural way that I present myself or that I, I present myself when I'm upset about something. But that's, that's who I am. And I can acknowledge and I can accept that. But the way it was received was that I was being too emotive. And that emotion that others experienced made them uncomfortable. Now, if anybody knows me well enough, they know (laughs) that I'm an expressive person. And when I feel something and I feel it deeply, you will feel it too. And it's not to say that I'm expecting you to adopt my same feelings about a situation. It's simply saying that I am not going to hide how I feel. You will walk away from a situation knowing how I feel about it. And it's not that I want to overtake a situation, right? It's simply that that's who I am in my truest version of myself. I'm expressive. I'm emotive. I feel deeply. I love deeply. I have deep concern and I will share my concern with anybody who's willing to hear it. And it's not to say that I can't make changes. Of course, I'm always open to feedback. Well, unless I'm not. (laughs) Episode two, reference, listen to it. But generally, I am open to feedback. It's important to me in order to better myself, in order to fine-tune my abilities to to be open to feedback. So it's not to say that in this particular situation, I wasn't open to the feedback. But the the feedback that I received was directly questioning my presentation And to, and to dive a little deeper or to clarify or to get a little bit more specific was questioning how emotional I was in this particular situation. And I find that women are more, are, are usually on the receiving end of this feedback. That we as women are too emotive, that we feel too deeply, that we are too passionate. And that somehow it's unacceptable. Top that off with me being a person of color. A black woman, specifically. And the rhetoric rhetoric that has been maintained in our society that black women are always angry. The angry black woman. So you can imagine when I heard this feedback about me being too emotive... 
I am automatically went to a place of, <laughs> is this another case of angry black woman? Is this another case of suppressing the black voice, the black female voice in efforts to maintain white male power? Now, this is a, this is a situation that's specific to me and might actually be, and I know is, similar for other people, women, or people of marginalized identities. Those of us who hold multiple marginalized identities feel this even stronger, even more deeply than some of us. Is that okay? How are you as a person perpetuating this problem? How are you maintaining the status quo that it's okay to tell a person who happens to be highly emotive, happens to be a woman or identify as a woman or identify other than a man, happens to be a person of color, or hold an identity that has been um, categorized as too volatile, too aggressive, too emotional, too angry? How are you maintaining the status quo that continues to be complicit in this rhetoric? Think about that. How are we as the marginalized group succumbing to this rhetoric? How do we address it? How do we challenge it? When is it safe to challenge it? These are all questions that I was asking myself today. When is it safe? Situations that I thought were safe no longer are. People who I thought were safe no longer are in my mind at least. And maybe that's to change. Maybe that won't be the, the, the narrative that I keep. That may, maybe that won't be the narrative that I hold on to for long. But in this moment, those safe spaces, those safe people are no longer. Is it okay for me to be afraid Is it okay for me to be mad? Sure as hell doesn't fucking feel like it. Feels like no matter what I do, I'm going to be categorized as that person that's too emotional, that person who is too angry, that angry black woman. And I look at the the con or my the the different systems that I navigate, and I I I've been constantly pulling in. And, 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 and pulling from all these different systems, talking to all these different people today, questioning myself. Is that what our society has come to? Is that the message we want to send to people? Is that rather than accepting and embracing our truest selves, 
it is okay, it's preferred that we, we stifle that. And to take it to another level, when we, when we slip up and show our true selves, it's okay for us to be questioning that. Like to me, that just feels wrong. It just feels icky. It feels uncomfortable. It feels like bullshit. I want to take a moment to encourage you to think about the ways that you either maintain, you uphold this this societal narrative that we can't be our truest selves, that our truest selves are not welcome in the systems we navigate. I want you to think about the ways that you have sold yourself out to fit in. How do you do that differently? How do you make changes to that? How do you call that out? How do you do it? Does it mean that when you call it out, you can expect that that space in which you're calling out is no longer safe for you? And if so, how do you take care of yourself knowing that you're about to create this safe, uh, excuse me, this unsafe space? Or rather, because it's not you creating it, you're just no, will, no longer willing to maintain this quote unquote safe space by being complicit in this idea that you are not allowed to be yourself. How do you take care of yourself? knowing that's what you're about to walk into. A good person, a good friend of mine, told me that sometimes it's about preserving yourself. And sometimes preserving yourself means picking the battles you fight. What if I don't want to preserve myself any longer? What if I want to fight every fucking battle? Because me fighting every fucking battle means that I'm pushing against the status quo. Is that okay? I don't know. Honestly. I don't know how to navigate these situations. But what I can say is that I'm exhausted. I'm exhausted finding myself here. I'm exhausted seeing my friends here. I'm exhausted seeing the people that I serve here, the families that I serve here. What are we going to do about this? Okay, I know that that was a pretty intense, intense episode. And I really hope that it evokes deep, meaningful thought. That's the purpose of this podcast. Let's start conversations. Let's start dialogue. Let's make changes. Let's push back against the status quo. Please, please send your submissions to N like naked, U-O-C podcast 
at gmail.com. Again, N like naked, U-O-C, podcast at gmail.com. And if there's a person, a soul that you think can benefit from listening to this podcast, please share it with them. I would appreciate it. They would appreciate it. Thank you so much for listening. And until next time.